All right. Our scripture today is from Genesis chapter 1, verses 24 and 25. And it reads, Then God said, Let the earth bring forth the living creature according to its kind, cattle and creeping things and beasts of the earth, each according to its kind. And it was so. And God made the beasts of the earth according to his kind, cattle according to his kind, and everything that creeps upon the earth according to his kind. And God saw that it was good. So this is Creation Week. And we've done this last year um, for Creation Week, and we, we wanted to do it again this year. We have some new students um, in our class, and I ask that you give them your support. Some of them are very nervous, but they are willing to participate and to stand up and to share the burden of spreading the gospel. And so I'm very proud of them. Um, obviously, like we were recently saying, tomorrow we're going to the zoo. We chose tomorrow because of this is creation week, and we think that this is just a great reinforcement for our children um, about even though this world is crazy and chaotic, you can actually take a time out and just enjoy nature and enjoy the animals and enjoy what God created, and you can find some peace in that. And so this week and next Sabbath, camping out at, at, at in Dangerfield State Park, it's just an opportunity just to get away and to, to recalibrate and to reconnect with God through what he's created. Um, our sermon here is going to be over seven animals. And there are lessons in the Bible, and, and the Bible talks about these animals. Now, there's actually more than the ones we went over, but just for time purposes, we're going to do seven. And those seven animals are the lion, the fox, the spider, the serpent, the eagle, the wolf, and the lamb. Um, and yeah, so are you are you guys ready? You ready? All right. We'll start with the lion. Happy Sabbath, everyone. <clears throat> the lion. Lions are social. Lions are the most sociable of all the big cats. They live in groups called prides, which usually consist of related females and their offspring. The typical pride consists of 10 to 15 lions, with several adult females, their cubs, and up to four males. Some lion prides can be as large as 40 members. Lions don't need a drink every day, but they do need to eat. Lions can go up to four days without drinking water, but if available, they will drink water every day. Adult female lions need to eat about 11 pounds of meat each day, while adult males eat 16 pounds or more every day. While lions primarily prey on large herbivores such as zebra, wildebeest, and buffalo, they have been known to prey on smaller animals like mice, birds, hares, lizards, and tortoises. Female lions do most of the hunting. Females are the primary hunters of the pride. They are smaller and more agile than males, and they use teamwork to bring an animal down. After a successful hunt, all the lions in the pride share the meal, but there is a pecking order, with the adult males eating first, followed by the females, and finally the cubs. The males protect both the pride and the pride's territory from competing prides and other predators. Anywhere from 85 to 90% of hunting is done by the females in a given pride. 
Lions are superb hunters. Lions hunt by ambush. Fanning out, they form a semicircle, with the smaller females herding the pride towards the center. A lion's vision is roughly six times more sensitive to light than humans, giving them a distinct advantage when hunting at night. Lion's claws are retractable, reaching up to one and a half inches in length, allowing control when it needs to go in for a kill. Lions can also reach up to speeds up to 50 miles per hour. In short bursts, it can jump up to 36 feet. Lions do not live in jungles. Although lions are known as king of the jungle, lions in Africa do not actually live in the jungle. Instead, their primary habitat consists of Africa's grasslands and plains. Three of the five largest lion populations are found in the wide open savannas of Tanzania. Lions communicate in many ways. Lions communicate in different ways using sound like roars, growl, uh, growls, moans, and grunts. Also by leaving scent markings and, and through visual signals such as darkness of the mane. They also rub their heads on one another as an act of bonding and to spread the family scent. A lion's roar can be heard up to five miles away. This is a warning to other predators. Female lions raise cubs together. Females in the same pride tend to give birth around the same time, which, which allows multiple litters to be raised together. Females will take care of their cubs until they reach the age of two or three. The mother then goes through a heat cycle and carries another litter. This is when the pride f uh, forces the male lions and some of the female cubs, when they, they, most of them fend for themselves or another pride. Male lions do not directly participate in the parenting, but they will protect the pride's cubs from danger. Did you know that lion cubs have two or more names? Though they are usually referred to as cubs, lion babies have two other names, whelps and lionettes. Lions are the second largest cat on earth, only slightly larger than the Siberian tiger. The lion is the second largest big cat with a muscular, deep-chested body, short, rounded head, round ears, and a hairy tuft at the end of its tail. Unlike all other big cats, there are solitary hunters. Lions and social animals will live up in other prides. Male lions can grow up to 10 feet in length and weigh up to 550 pounds, while female lions grow up to 9 feet in length and weigh up to 390 pounds. The lion in Proverbs 28.1 symbolizes, A righteous believer serving Christ and winning souls is like a bold, fearless lion. A backslidden one is the opposite. The wicked flee when no one pursues, but the righteous are bold as a lion. B. Christ returns to conquer the world is called the lion of the tribe of Judah. Revelations 5.5 5. But one of the elders said to me, Do not weep. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah the root of David, has prevailed to open the scroll and it's loose its seven seals. Satan seeks to, seeking to tempt us to sin and destruction is like a roaring lion seeking whom he, he may devour. 1 Peter 5, 8. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom may he devour. The Fox Number 1. 
Foxes are more like cats and dogs. Similar to cats, foxes are nocturnal. Due to their vertically slanted pupils, they have increased visibility in dim light. Foxes also climb trees, use their whiskers to navigate, and even stalk their prey like cats. Gray foxes can retract their claws too, just like cats. Gray foxes also more closely resemble to cats, while red foxes have a similar appearance to dogs. Additionally, male foxes are called dogs, while female foxes are called vixens. Foxes can tread like cats, using the balls of their feet to silently and elegantly stride. 2. Foxes live in underground dens. Fox families, also known as skulk or leash of foxes, live in underground dens. When the vixen has her pups, a litter of foxes can range between 1 and 11 pups. They live in the den together for 7 months while the pups grow. The pups live in the den with the vixen, while the dog fox gathers food. These underground dens also provide shelter from predators, such as coyotes, wolves, and bears. Humans, however, pose the largest threat to foxes. While no home- homeowner wants foxes meandering around their property, foxes are safe. there are safe ways to remove them without harming or killing them. 3. Foxes are smelly. Yep, foxes stink. They have a sickly, musty scent that comes from the glands of their base of their tails. If you start smelling this around your home or in your crawl space, it may be an indicator that foxes are near. 4. Foxes make 40 different sounds. What does the fox say? As it turns out, foxes can produce a variety of sounds, up to 40 to be exact. The most noticeable is their scream-like howl, which is sure to send a shiver up your spine. Geckering, a series of guttural chattering, is also the most common noises foxes made by foxes, especially in a dispute. Foxes, especially red foxes, are highly tutorial. In the event another fox intrudes into its territory, foxes are likely to chatter loudly back and forth in defense of their home. Unlike their coyote and canine relatives, foxes are solitary creatures. They prefer to hunt and sleep alone, except when they're busy raising their young in their den. 5. Foxes have impeccable hearing. It's reported that red foxes can hear a watch ticking from 40 yards away. Their impeccable hearing helps them to identify prey underground. What's even more interesting is that foxes use the Earth's magnetic field to locate their prey. That, in combination with their sensitive hearing, makes them pretty fierce predators. 6. Foxes are extremely playful. Foxes love to play. They're even known to steal golf balls from golf courses to play with. Foxes play alone with other foxes and other mammals, even deer. If anything, it makes for some adorable backyard entertainment. Okay, there we go. The fox in Luke 13, 31-32. On that very day, some Pharisees came saying to him, Get out and depart from here, for Huron wants to kill you. And he said to them, Go tell that fox, Behold, I cast out demons and perform cures today and tomorrow, and the third day shall be perfect. As a fox is cruel, subtle, pesky, and murderous and murderous creature, so Jesus compared Huron to a fox since he showed these qualities. Let us not be deceitful in our dwellings with men.
The spider. One. All spiders produce silk. Something common to all 40,000 species of spiders is that they all spin silk. And as spiders have evolved, so has their ability to work with silk. One spider can produce up to seven different types, each used for different purposes, such as spinning webs or capturing prey. Two. One species is mostly vegetarian. It was thought that all spiders were carnivorous, capturing and eating other insects, but one species in Central America has been found to be mostly herbivores. Bagheera Kaplingi. Bagheera Kaplingi inhabit trees that produce protein-rich buds on their leaves. These buds are part of a symbiotic relationship between trees and ants. But bee, but bee Kaplingi also benefit from consuming the buds. However, during dry seasons, these spiders are known to be carnivorous. They may cannibalize each other or steal ant larvae, which is when food is scarce. 3. Spiders are nearsighted. Most spiders have 8 eyes, but like some, but some like the brown recluse spider only have 6. Spiders typically have a main set that can create images, while the secondary set can only detect light and shadow. It's thought that the secondary set Sets of eyes are derived from the compound eyes of a common ancestor to both spiders and insects. But even, with, but even with all those eyes, spiders cannot see far into the distance. Nearsightedness is a problem for people, but the habits of spiders are such that being nearsighted isn't a deficiency. They, wa- they wait for prey to get caught in their webs and use silk, silk tripwires to warm up, warn of approaching predators. Four, females can lay up to 50 eggs at one time. 30,000 eggs at one time. These eggs are housed in one, in one or more silk sacs. The level of care a female spider provides for her young varies by species. Some females will die shortly after laying eggs, while others will carry spiderlings on their backs or share, or share prey with them. Five, the spiders can jump up to 50, time, 50 times their own length. When hunting or trying to escape a predator, jumping spiders are able to make very agile movements and jump multiple times their own body length. This is possible to, due to an internal hydraulic system. Jumping spiders, produce, jump, jumping spiders can alter the pressure of fluids in their legs, resulting in a springing motion that propels the spider forward. Six, the daddy longlegs you see might not actually be a spider. The nickname daddy longlegs have been, has been given to several different pests, only one of which is an actual spider. Crane flies, harvestmen, and cellar spiders are all colloquially identified as daddy longlegs. Only cellar spiders are spiders. Harvestmen are in the arachnid family, but they lack venom and cell glands. Crane flies are agricultural are agriculture, agricultural pests with very long legs and the ability to fly. The spider in Proverbs thirty twenty eight. The spider skillfully grasps with its hands, and it is in the king's palaces. The spider can make its home in king's palaces, but does not deserve to be there. You can live... You can live in heaven with the King of Kings if your faith is in Christ, and you don't deserve to be there. John fourteen one through six.
Let not your heart be troubled. If um, you believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would not have told you. I would have told you. (laughs) I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. And where I go, you know, and the, the way you know. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going, and how can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. The serpent. One, they have a very big family. According to the latest count, there are 3,789 snake species, making them the second largest group of reptiles after lizards. They are divided into 30 different families and numerous subfamilies. Australia is home to approximately 140 of them. Two, they are solar powered and rely fully on external heat or light sources. Reptiles sometimes get labeled as cold-blooded, but this is incorrect as their blood isn't actually cold. The accurate term is ecothermic, meaning their body temperature is variable and regulated by external sources. Unlike mammals and birds, they are able to eternally regulate their body temperature. Reptiles need to use sources of heat like the sun to warm up. 3. Not all snakes lay eggs. You might have learned in school that reptiles are different from mammals because they lay eggs. While we like to classify and categorize everything around us, nature has its own rules. While approximately 70% of snakes lay eggs, others don't. Snakes living in especially colder climates have live births because their eggs wouldn't survive outside. 4. Snakes don't have eyelids. Ever wondered why snakes might give you an eerie feeling? They don't have eyelids. This means they don't blink and have to sleep with their eyes wide open. Instead of eyelids, they have a thin membrane attached to each eye to protect them. The membrane is called the brill, which in German means glasses. 5. They smell with their tongues. Snakes do have nostrils, but they, they don't use them to smell. Instead, they have evolved to smell with their tongue, and by using their Jacobson's organ in the roof of their mouth, their smell is quite excellent and has also been described as a smelling and stereo. They have a forked tongue and multiple receptors able to pick up different amounts of chemical cues. 6. Their table manners are different than ours. When snakes are eating, they can't help but swallow their food whole because they can't chew. Instead, snakes have very flexible lower jaws, which allow them to eat animals that are 75 to 100% larger than their own head. The chemicals in their digestive tract will do all the work and break down the food once ingested. 7. Snakes have five forms of locomotion. Imagine a snake moving through the grass. What do you picture? The well-known S movement? This wouldn't be surprising because this is the most common form of locomotion in snakes, also known as lateral undulation. But snakes have four other types of movement. Arboreal snakes, for example, use a form of locomotion which uses seven times more energy, called concertina. There's there's even a special locomotion used for when a snake tries to escape on a smooth surface, known as slide pushing.
The Serpent in Genesis 3.1 Now the serpent was more cunning than any beasts of the field which the Lord God had made. He, had, he said to the woman, Has God indeed said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And in Revelations 12.9 So the great dragon was cast out, the serpent of old, called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world. He was cast to the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Represents the devil and life-destroying alcohol. Proverbs twenty-three thirty-one to thirty-two. Do not look on the wine when it is red, when it sparkles in the cup, when it swirls around smoothly. At la- at the last, it bites like a serpent and stings like a viper. The eagle. One bald eagles are among the most flexible and opportunistic foragers. Bald eagles choose habitats with large concentrations of fish, waterfowl, and small mammals for two reasons. One is that large concentrations of any prey make it easier to catch them. Two, large concentrations of prey invariably result in more animals dying and more carrion available to the eagles. When foraging for food, bald eagles choose tall perches adjacent to their bodies of water from where they scan their surroundings. From there, they watch for fish that are swimming near the water surface or floating dead or about to die. Bald eagles are good for at detecting waterfowl or seabirds, such as gulls, wounded, or struggling to move. Upon detection, they quickly launch an attack at the struggling bird for a quick and easy catch. They can switch their diets to mostly fish, mostly waterfowl and small mammals, or both depending on the availability of these food, I- food items. Two, Bald eagles eat mostly fish. In spite of having a strongly hooked beak and strong talons, the bald eagle eats mostly dead or dying fish. They are part of the group of fish eagles, which include the African sea eagle and Sellers sea eagle. As their name suggests, fish is an essential part of these eagles' diets. Across its range, fish constitute between 25 to 65 percent of bald eagles' diet. But this varies with the local locality of the type of food that is more prevalent. On the other extreme are eagles in Yosemite National Park, where fish is not readily available, and eagles here feed primarily on large mammal carrion. 3. Bald eagles can be kleptoparasitic. Kleptoparasitic comes from the word kleptomaniac, which means having an impulse to steal. While eagles do not have the urge to steal food from other birds, they supplement their food intake with food procured by other birds. This habit intensifies when food is scarce. While scanning their surrounding from tall perches, eagles also watch for what other birds are doing. If a gull catches a fish or other type of food, a bald eagle is likely to chase the gull until it lets go of its food to let the eagle have it. Bald eagles also chase, chase eagles of lower hierarchies, juvenile birds, to take their catch. 4. Occasionally, bald eagles predate on livestock. Bald eagles also have been implicated in predatory situations involving young pigs, goats, and sheep. With only a few cases confirmed and the blame typically shifted to golden eagles, there is no doubt bald eagles can predate on livestock. Bald eagles regularly hunt for rats, rabbits, and similar-sized mammals. With human expansion onto eagle habitats, domestic kittens have become part of eagles' diet. Young domestic cats are much easier to catch and handle than wild rabbits, 
and bald eagles always prefer prey that is easy to catch. With the increasing popularity of organic eggs and chickens, pasture-raised poultry is a growing trend. Depending on the area in the country, bald eagles and other raptors have discovered an easy and reliable source of food in flocks of unsuspecting farm chickens. 5. Bald eagles are the largest North American actual bird of prey. Although by a relatively small margin, the bald eagle is the largest North American bird of prey. Ornithologists define a bird of prey as the primarily pursues, hunts, kills, and, and feeds on life animals using its strong talons. An acute, an acute sense of vision and strongly hooked beak adapted to tear flesh from their prey. Birds of prey belonging to the others falconiforms and strigiforms. The much larger California condor is North America's largest flying bird, and while regarding as a bird of prey by some, technically they are not. California condor, condors, along with black and turkey vultures, belong to the cathat reformers and are not true birds of prey. They have long wings, which makes them similar to a bird of prey in flight, but do not hunt and pursue their prey, have weak talents, and unable to grasp things, and feed entirely on carrion. The eagle in Jeremiah 48.40 represents the believer who sets his affection on things above, on heaven, and on eternal things. Jeremiah 48.40 For thus says the Lord, Behold, one shall fly like an eagle and spread his wings over Moab. And in Colossians 3.2, pictures those that wait upon God in his will and timing. Isaiah 40.31 says, But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. The wolf, one, true love. Once a wolf has found a mate, they tend to stay together, for better or worse, through sickness and health, often until death do them apart. Of course, it is typically only the alpha male and female that breed, leaving the rest of the adult pack members to help rear the young and ensure their survival. Two, wolves will die for each other. In addition to a trend toward monogamy, wolves develop such strong social bonds for their family and other loved ones they have been known to sacrifice themselves for the survival of the pack-slash-family unit. Three, it's all in the howl. Perhaps the, perhaps the most well-known characteristics of the gray wolf is its penetrating, hauntedly beautiful howl. This is, primarily, this is a primary communication tool between, both between lone wolves and their pack, as well as between packs. When it comes to territory, interpack howling will determine the size and strength of different pack, often determining whether or not to attack or retreat. Four, wolves are as long as really tall people, but much faster. While the average length of a female wolf is four and a half to six feet from nose to tail, females can grow up to six and a half feet in length. This is partly why they can sprint at speeds of 36 to 38 miles per hour for short distances. Though unless, they are, though unless they are on the chase, they tend to, to cruise at a more leisurely pace of about 5 miles per hour. 
5. Marathon Runners Although the above noted speed is not super fast for a top predator, wolves are ultra-marathon endurance hunters. They have been known to track and trace their prey for hours well into the night. And they have the added bonus of a high IQ and excellent sense of hearing and smell, all of which they put in good use and use in rounding up their next meal. Six, wolfing it down. Wolves can eat a huge amount as as much as 20 pounds, as much as 20 pounds in one sitting. Thus, the saying, the alpha male is the first to eat and will devour most of the meal out of the pack, followed by the other pack, followed by the other pack members and other scavengers. Although this is partly to blame for their bad reputation, it is a really is a it is really a survival tactic as they never know when their next meal will be and often it is days before they and often it is days before they can eat again 7 oh grandmother what big hands you have if you've ever seen a true wolf paw print it's enough to make the hair on your back stand on ends as it as their average foot size is comparable to a human hand at 4 inches wide by 4 inches long Hey, even bigger houses. If you thought that you live in a McMansion, try to imagine a property that extends up to 1,000 square miles. In Canada and Alaska, their territory extends 300 to 1,000 square miles, with a more modest 25 to to 150 square mile territory in Minnesota. Living, hunting, and playing in packs, as highly social animals, they they often travel, travel up up to a dozen plus miles a day. Once widespread throughout North America, Europe, and beyond, the gray wolf now exists only in parts of the USSR, North America, and Eastern Europe, where it continues to retain its legendary and mythological status among the animal kingdom. The Wolf Inn, Acts 20, verse 29 through 30. For I know this, that after my departure, savage wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock. Thirty also from among yourselves, men will rise up, speaking preserved things to draw away the disciples after themselves. Wolves are fierce killers that prey on the weak, vulnerable lambs. Wolves picture false teachers who spread their false doctrines, which deceive, hurt, and confuse even Christians. All right, and the last is the lamb. See, these are the facts about the lamb. Number one, sheep have rectangular pupils. Rectangular pupils allow for a wide field of vision around 270 to 320 degrees. That means that sheep can see almost everything around them except for what's directly behind them without having to turn their heads. As prey species, this helps sheep stay aware of their surroundings and watch for predators even when their head is down grazing. Two, sheep have an excellent sense of smell. One way sheep communicate with each other and their surroundings is through scent. Sheep have uh, scent glands in front of their eyes and between the digits of their hooves that produce smelly secretions used to communicate with with one another. Ewes recognize their lambs bleat. Sheep also communicate through vocalizations called bleeding. A female sheep that has given birth to a lamb is called a ewe. Ewes are able to recognize which lamb is theirs just by the sound of their calls. Four, counting sheep. There are over 1,000 breeds of sheep. 
with all their, these different breeds, there exist some very unique characteristics. Uh, one is some sheep, some breeds of sheep, like the Hebridine or the Navajo Chiro, possess the polycerate gene, meaning they are they have the ability to grow two, four, or even six horns. Raka sheep are unique in that both males and females have long spiral-shaped horns, and Najdi sheep have long, silky hair rather than curly wool like other sheep breeds. Sheep are clever animals. Despite oh, this is the fifth one, sheep are clever animals. Despite some popular beliefs, sheep are intelligent animals with great memories. Research has shown that sheep can recognize up to 50 other sheep faces and remember them for two years. They are even able to recognize human faces. Other studies have shown that sheep are capable of remembering how to navigate complex mazes. Six, sheep can self-medicate. Sheep use plants and other substances that otherwise have no nutritional value to them to prevent and treat or treat disease and teach their young to do the same. Sheep are emo- uh, seven. Sheep are emotionally complex with distinct personalities. Sheep are capable of experiencing a wide range of emotions just as humans do. Many studies have highlighted the ability of sheep to feel afraid, angry, bored, sad, and happy. Not only are sheep able to feel basic emotions, but their feelings can be complex. For example, scientific studies have shown that sheep can be pessimistic or optimistic. Optimists. Eight, sheep are highly social animals. A group of sheep is called a flock, but sheep do not remain in flocks simply for protection from predators. Sheep form strong bonds with one another, such as those between a mother and her lamb and other friendships. Studies have revealed that sheep can distinguish between different emotional expressions, such as pictures of sheep with calm, startled, or fearful expressions. This is a very important skill for sheep to have, as knowing how other sheep are feeling is the basis for forming strong social relationships and keeping the flock safe. 9. Sheep have an upper lip that is divided by a distinct groove. This group is called a philtrum. Sheep are selective grazers and prefer to eat vegetation close to the soil surface. The philtrum allows them to get close to the ground and only select the grasses and other vegetation that they like. And 10. Sheep do not have top front teeth. Missing teeth? No problem. Sheep have a hard upper palate that the lower teeth press up against to break food down. So in scripture, the sheep or lamb represents believers who follow Christ or like sheep. In John 10, verse 27, it says, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. Sinners are like sheep that have gone astray. In Isaiah 53, verse 6, it says, All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Christ is called the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. John Chapter 1, verse 29 says, The next day John saw Jesus coming toward him, and he and said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world because of his sacrifice on the cross. In 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 18 and 19, says, Knowing that you were not redeemed with corporal things like silver or gold from your aimless conduct received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ as a lamb without blemish and without spot. He is sinless as a spotless lamb. All right. Now, most of these animals will be at the zoo tomorrow. I've been trying to think which ones that might not be there. Um, But 
There are a lot of lessons that we can learn from the animals. And the Bible talks about animals and there's lessons to be learned. And like I said, these are just seven. There's a bunch more that the Bible talks about if you want to do a personal study. But I'm very proud of my youth that got up here. It wasn't so bad, was it? (laughs) Hopefully that was a blessing. Um, Sometimes it's just nice to get away from all the other stuff and just go to the basics um, and talk about what God has created because it was good. And it is still good. And so, we, like I said, we encourage everyone to come out tomorrow and, and fellowship with us as we go watch and look at the animals and enjoy ourselves. All right. Uh, if you bow your head, we'll have a word of prayer. Lord, thank you so much for providing this world for us to live in and creating the animals in nature and allowing us to be able to commune with you through nature. And, Lord, we just want to say thank you for all these blessings to allow us to be able to give away and to love and to fellowship with you. And we ask for continued blessings going forth. In Jesus' name, amen.